check yourself. It's self-care on Extra Loud Mornings with Nicole De Silva. Maybe you've heard the term, maybe you have not, but let me bring it to your attention. This morning, we're taking a look at situations where someone looks slim, fit, healthy. However, a more careful examination might reveal that they're actually metabolically obese, otherwise known as skinny fat. It's so crazy. Um, What does this mean? How can it be resolved? I'm joined by Natalie Matt, who's a registered dietitian and spokesperson for the Association for Dietetics in South Africa. Nats, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. How would you go about defining skinny fat or use or using the term, I mean, the medic, uh, metabolically obese? <laughs> so skinny fat, much like superfood, is a popular term, but it's not medically defined. And so it's this idea that there's a person who is a relatively small size, but they might have a lot of extra fat on them, which is affecting their health. Um, metabolically obese, as you used as well, I mean, it is a tongue twister, is also not clearly defined, but it really just suggests somebody whose body isn't coping, maybe their blood sugar is going up, or their cholesterol is rising, or even their blood pressure. Um, the relationship between BMI weight and being skinny fat, I'm also just going to say, like, I've, I've seen, at least on social media and among the bo- body positivity movement um, mm. uh, individuals, BMI is actually something that's pretty outdated, and the people that created it... Um, it's it's it doesn't fit well with where we are as a society right now yes. so i don't even know if 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 dietitians use it but yeah how does how does skinny fat and the relationship between weight and where you should be metabolically how does that all sit like how do you work out if somebody actually is metabolically <laughs> obese so what you would do exactly as you say body size is not the main determinant of your health and weight is a component of your body size but you can actually be healthy independent of where your weight is today Um, and so what we look at when we're talking about your metabolic fitness is we're looking at your blood pressure we're looking at your cholesterol we're looking at how your blood sugars are really being managed and so there are some people who live a healthy lifestyle they exercise regularly they're eating fresh fruits and veggies, they're drinking water, but they are in a bigger body. And so there is a correlation between body size and our health, but it is not the sole determinant. And like labeling things like skinny fat, I actually think it's a great point to say here that talking about a person's body weight is not an indicator of their health and especially during a pandemic people are losing weight or gaining weight for all kinds of reasons that might not be health related Mm. so people might be losing weight because they've lost family members or they might have lost their jobs and they're food insecure so just because we're thinking a person is thin doesn't mean they're necessarily healthy a hundred percent and i mean (laughs) We could. I feel like we could talk about this for for ages. But there's mm. there's numerous people that I that I follow on, let's say Instagram, for example, and like mm. um, uh, the one lady's in the states, and she, yo, she can bench press like 180 kgs. She can wow. do probably like 50 push-ups, but she's probably three times my size. And mm-hmm. and like it's it's rolls and lumps and bumps, and wouldn't you would never say that she's a strong woman by looking mm. at her. You would say, oh, she's overweight. But I tell you now, she could she could 
probably beat the strongest guy you know in an arm wrestle mm. because she's strong and she yeah. runs and her like her, her <laughs> long distance training i'm like this is ridiculous she's so fit she's so fit but she's in a much mm-hmm. bigger body and it's yes. it just blows your mind because all our little constructs of how fitness and health looks just to me at least goes out the window because there's a lot yes. of very very slim lean people all those girls there in the bikini doing the strong muscle things meanwhile meanwhile they could probably fall over at any minute because their body's so starved of yes. actual nutrition it's so crazy so that this i mean the health Absolutely. risks that there are with all of these different things. i'm going off on a tangent but um are there medical tests that can be done to say are you skinny fat are you actually healthy how do we actually determine what what is okay and what is not okay with what's happening inside our bodies so the first thing, there is one measurement that you can do that is associated with increased risks, but even that, as you say, isn't necessarily the most accurate thing, and that is looking at waist circumference. The waist circumference doesn't take into consideration our height, but it does take into consideration our gender. And if, as a woman, your waist circumference is at is 88 centimeters or above, and if you're a man, 102 centimeters or above, you are at increased risk of heart disease, high blood pressure, Mm. um, diabetes, that type of thing. So we do know that there is an association. But exactly as you say, talking about this influencer, you can be in a bigger body and be fit. You can also be in a smaller body and have high cholesterol because we also inherit these things. It's not like they're entirely dependent on our body size. We might have a family history Mm. of high blood pressure, high cholesterol or diabetes. And all of these in turn increase our risk of things like stroke um, or heart attacks. And so these are things that you can't see. You can't look at a person and know whether or not their cholesterol is great or their arteries are working well or not. Um, And so it just really goes to the fact that you can't look at a person's body and judge whether or not they're healthy. The tests that you can do are these standard screeners that I have spoken about. So checking your blood pressure, checking your cholesterol, and checking your fasting blood sugars. These can be done at a pharmacy or your local clinic or with your GP. Um, And they can be done depending on your age. You can do them every year. Um, If you're really young, you don't necessarily need to do them that often at all. But if you've got a family history, then it is worth um, just checking up with a health professional and letting them guide you in terms of how often you should be going given your current health status. But the most important thing that you can do is take care of your health independent of where your body size is Mm. now. And that means moving your body regularly in a way that you enjoy, drinking mostly water. Yes, there's other stuff that we can drink, but ideally mostly water. And then making sure that you're getting enough fresh produce. South Africans do not eat enough vegetables and fruit. Mm. So if you just focus on those three things, and then of course there is space in your diet for the foods you enjoy, um, even the less healthy ones, but in moderation. So not every day, maybe once, twice, three times a week, but not every day, every meal, super fatty, convenience options. Yeah. I was going to ask you solutions um, for if you are skinny fat, but I think you've covered it. Increasing your water intake, more fresh fruit and veg, and just moving your body more. I think for anyone skinny fat, I I don't like using the term fat unless there's a pH (laughs) involved in there. Like if you are a bigger person as well, um, just in terms of all of that, but also just taking care of yourself. If you do want to um, work on your body, work on yourself, would you say going to a dietitian is the way to go about it because not every diet works for everybody? 
Absolutely. So as a dietitian, one of the biggest things that I see is people are trying fad diets. They've yeah. tried a juice cleanse. They've tried a this. They've tried a that. Everyone is intermittent fasting at the moment. And I must tell you, their muscles are decreasing while they're doing it. Yeah. So I would say... Often, sadly, the dietitian is the last step. Once you've done everything, it's like, right, now I'm going to pay to get some um, professional assistance. And often, I'm helping people eat more in a balanced way because people are starving themselves thinking that they're going to shrink their bodies. Mm. And our appetite is powerful. It's When you undereat, if you are not managing your blood sugars, if you are just cutting your calories dramatically, your body is going to make you hungry. Mm-hmm. And you are not a failure for wanting to eat. You're just a normal well-designed human who is going to survive a famine. And so it's about really making sure that you are actually getting enough food throughout the day that you have smoother salt blood sugar. You're not spiking your blood sugar at any point. And you're also not letting yourself get over hungry because under eating is one of the greatest contributors to overeating at a later stage. Beautiful. I think we'll leave it at that. Natalie, Matt, thank you so much for joining us on 5FM Extra Loud Mornings. Thank you so much. It's registered dietitian Natalie Match, who's also the spokesperson for the Association for Dietetics in South Africa. If you'd like to catch up on this and other conversations like it, you can jump onto 5fm.co.za, look for catch-ups, and then Extra Loud Mornings. You'll find them all there. Check yourself. It's self-care on Extra Loud Mornings with Nicole De Silva.